This is Paul Lam, and you're listening to the Path Hunters Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you unleash the beast from within so you can fearlessly pursue your own path and passion. Join me on this weekly journey filled with inspiring stories and actionable contents. Become a Path Hunter today. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Path Hunters Podcast. Paul M is in the house here. I love that saying where they say you are the average of the five people you hang out with. And a lot of my friends out there right now are doing such an amazing uh, job of doing that and giving this opportunity to put people together so they can learn from like-minded people because I firmly believe that it's so true and it's 100% real. Um, you are the average of the five people you hang out with. If you typically hang around with people who are winners, they will elevate you and, and grow you and help you learn and, and strive for more and stuff. And it's such a great vibe and an environment that honestly, I think every Everybody should be in this space. Um, good friend of mine in the house here, uh, Chris Reynolds. I met him in out in Chiang Mai, Thailand, and we connected right away. Like, it was not even funny how much we vibed together. It's so cool. And I wanted to bring him on to the po- Pathfinders podcast and have a chat with him to hear about his whole entire concept and what he does. He is the host of the Entrepreneur House podcast where he loves to put on like themes and everything. And he always challenges me as well too. So it's so cool. And um and it's so great to just have people like him in my life and has literally leveled up my life as well too. And uh, it's so cool uh, to to hear his challenges. He this His podcast is quite interesting. He puts um, challenges together for 100 days. So his last challenge was that he interviews uh, entrepreneurs or digital nomads who are making about six figures and, and did it for 100 days. And then I think this one he's on 100 days for seven figures. And then he has different concepts and ideas and it's so fun but the coolest part of that is he doesn't stop there he goes out and he gathers 10 to 15 entrepreneurs and puts them together in a house in northern thailand where they all just literally live together for about one two weeks or so and it's so great just to hear this concept because um it's true what they say. You are the average of the five people you hang out with. Imagine you're sleeping and you're you're living together in one house and you're learning, sitting there in breakfast or or lunch and you're learning and you're struggling. You're telling about ideas and you bounce off each other's ideas and experiences. It's so cool. I love what Chris does here and a good friend of mine. So again, he's like, you can find more at entrepreneurhouse.com. You can find more info on that, on his concept and when his next thing is. But definitely, it was so cool to have Chris onto the podcast. I won't take any more of your time, guys. Definitely, here's the one and only Chris Reynolds. Good friend of mine here, Chris Reynolds in the house, you know, host of the Entrepreneur House podcast. Chris, what's going on, my friend? I, Paul, am sitting on my balcony here in Barcelona and, and uh, chit-chatting with you. <laughs> I, I honestly I wanted to start off the episode asking where you were, but you went you went ahead and did that for me already. But you know what? Um, how, how are you liking Barcelona, by the way? I love it. It's So it's my favorite city in the world. Barcelona is great because it has pretty much, it offers pretty much everything. It's very central on the planet. So we have short a short flight to a lot of European, North African um, 
countries that you can go visit. It's not too far from the states, like six six hour flight to the East Coast, I believe. You know, not too f- terribly far from the from Asia. I think it's ten hour flight to 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 Bangkok. And so, um, plus we have the mountains and the ocean, and uh, it's just a really really good spot for people that love the enjoyment of life, love culture, and love experiencing and being outside and good weather. I love it. What don't you like about it? There's got to be something. I would say like, um, so the, so I have hay fever and the allergies do bother me like May, June timeline. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, is that, um, the Spanish Catalan people are, do have, they're not as friendly as say Brazilians or the Irish, you know, so they do have a bit of a, a barrier to get over to kind of get in and be a part of their, their community, their family sort of thing. Um, and the service, you know, Spanish service is not North American service or Thailand service where the customer's always right, you know. So here in Spain, it's like, here's our system. If you don't like it, deal with it. Get out of our restaurant. <laughs> kind of, that's the mentality. <laughs> that's 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 interesting. How's your Spanish, by yeah. the way? How's uh, do you, do you, do you think people like me? I don't, I don't know any. I I failed Spanish class. Period. Uh-huh. I'll be honest. And so, do you think I can get around in Barcelona? Yeah, in Barcelona for sure, because I think English is spoken just as much as, as Spanish here in Barcelona, because there's so it's such an international city. There's so many people that come here for opportunity. You know, if you ride the metro, you can hear like six different languages being spoken at once, and so. But English is is the primary, and and of course Spanish is the other majority uh, language that's spoken. So easily anybody that has an English or Spanish foundation is fine in Barcelona. Sweet. Um, for those path hunters listening to this podcast right now who don't know what you do, Chris, can you give us a little insight of what you do and give us a little personal insight of like, you know, what was the journey like to get to where you are today? Hmm. That's a long one, man, but I'll start with first what I do. So, I'm the founder of the Entrepreneur House, which is a business accelerator for established entrepreneurs doing different events around the world to help people skyrocket, catapult uh, their results in business. So we create these curated environments that people can come to for a certain period of time where people are out of their normal day-to-day activities and they're put into uh, a space where they can focus on their business but also use the synergy of other people to communicate, to work together, to help each other, give each other really rapid growth in their business. Also bringing advisors and speakers and creating systems and workshops to help people get those results. And we also have a podcast called The Entrepreneur House Podcast that features, um, that really digs into the science of building a business. Right now, we are doing 100 episodes of location-independent entrepreneurs that have built seven-figure businesses and higher, meaning they generate $1 million in higher in revenue per year. And uh, that's the gist of what I do. And the journey to get here, man, that's been a long one because I've been an entrepreneur for 10 years, been involved in like 
maybe six different businesses. Some of them failed. Some of them had success and they did well and then they failed or I just got tired of working on them. And uh, there's been a lot of ups and downs and a lot of challenges. But we're here today. I've been location independent for six years now, living in all over the world. And uh, yeah, that's the gist of me. You are honestly a rock star, dude. I love that. <laughs> Thanks, I love buddy. that. <laughs> I love that. No, uh, I remember our conversation about that. The first time how we met was in Chiang Mai when I was uh, traveling through Thailand, and you were giving a um, you know a talk about you know Entrepreneur House, and um, I really love the the you know the premise behind this because when you when I first time I heard about this it was really cool because it's true what they say about you know you are the average of the five people you hang out with and basically this is what you're doing you're getting all these amazing entrepreneurs together to stay in a one location and just completely digress and learn and everything from each other and mm-hmm. I'm a huge advocate of that for sure 100% yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. Love that. And uh, yeah, and the, I remember our last conversation with when you wanted to do a hundred episodes uh, of uh, you know having podcast guests every single day, and I was like, wow, superstar! I gotta do something like that. <laughs> and and you challenged me to do that, and I was like, you know what? I don't even think I can do that. But you know, I think I'm gonna take you up on that later on again as well too. So when the time Good. comes, yeah, because I really want to see how far that can go as well too. Uh, I love that. So I love that. It's so cool. Yeah, man, it was, it was a hustle. So for the listeners, we did, uh, I met Paul and we met in Chiang Mai at a, a digital nomad event and, um, we were chatting about podcasting and it was cool when we met cause I think like you meet people, uh, and you just know instantly that you're going to connect with them and probably have a relationship and a friendship with that person for some time. And I think you and I were like that when we first met it, there was a, uh, connection there and um you you talked a little bit about your podcast i talked a little bit about my podcast and i said yeah i think i'm gonna try 100 episodes in 100 days with a hundred thousand dollar entrepreneurs and higher and you were like whoa man i was like you should do it with me and he goes yeah maybe i'll try 30 starting in february <laughs> <laughs> that never that never came to fruition because i was like can I do this? Can I do this? I was like, oh man, I don't even think I had 30 guests at the time either. I was like, oh my gosh. So, but yeah, it's so cool. So cool. I love that. I love the hustle. I love like, what I love about you, Chris, is that you honestly look to challenge. So you, you would challenge something, you would get the results and then you would find another way to to, to take it to the next level, right? So you finish yeah. off the $100,000, you know, 100 interviews, and then you finish that, and then, you know, like, and I'm like, I, I remember messaging you, and I'm like, what's next? What's next? He's like, and then you're like, seven figures now and more. Let's do that 100 days. I was like, damn! <laughs> I was like, so excited about that. I got so stoked for you. Well, just so you know, we're not doing those in 100 days. We're doing 100 episodes of seven-figure entrepreneurs and higher, but uh, not in 100 days. <laughs> still <laughs> legit. Still hustle, still grind. I love that. Um, okay, so cool. So, you know, it, it's so cool that what what's so cool about you is that, you know, I really wanted to get into networking because like, you are very charismatic. That's the, that's the first, you're right. When we first met the connection that we had, honestly, I was like, you know what? I really want to talk to him. I really want to connect. I really want to, you know, start a relationship and, and grow and network and everything with Chris here. And Chris, so my question for you right now for the podcast is that, you know, I really want to touch base on networking, right? So I always talk about in the podcast, 
how I first started when I was working corporate nine to five job is that I really wanted to be surrounded by entrepreneurs, but I had to learn how to network. I had to learn how to build relationships with people because you always hear that all the time, right? And you, you know, Chris, like I know that you've, you've been, you know, you know things, you know how to network, you know how to work a room. I've seen you speak, by the way, it's really good. And, and so like, is there any tips or, or strategies to, if you were starting over again, if you're meeting someone that's working corporate nine to five job that has, you know, went to school and really isn't feeling fulfilled, but really wants to network, really wants to build that relationship and be surrounded by, you know, entrepreneurs and, and digital nomads and people who are just playing at another level. Yeah. So it's really simple, but it, it can be challenging because our own thoughts and insecurities get in the way. But it's just the old saying that says we our income is going to be ten percent of what uh, of the five people we spend our most time around. So if you want if you want a different type of life, if you want to change your life, if you want a different um, type of life in health, in relationships, in family, in money and business and success you really have to analyze thoroughly the people that you're spending your time around and the people that you're listening to and taking advice from so um a perfect example of this is the the jewish community um, i have many jewish friends and in fact one is uh one of my very best close friends is a guy named Paul Levine. And I talk to him a lot about how they operate in their families and within their culture. They, first off, in the Jewish community, it's any type of job that is not basically a doctor, lawyer, or high-paid high CEO is kind of considered um, something you don't want to do or, or frowned upon. Uh, and I think they do that because in that community they really they really want you to strive for success. Now, a lot of those Jewish families and parents are raising their kids from a very young age to be entrepreneurial or have an investor mindset. And so you, you see this as they get older, um, the kids want to be doctors, they want to be lawyers, they want to pay, they want to be entrepreneurs, and it's because um, families are teaching their children that from a very young age. And if you look at any type of fam family lineage, um, for, the, for the most part, about 80 to 90 percent of them kind of stay within the same uh, same income level, maybe just a step higher than a generation before that. So the same thing applies to you and me and all the entrepreneurs that are out there. If you want to earn more money, you're going to have to surround yourself with people that are earning more money. Now, how do you do that? That's the trick. The first part is um, you can, so a couple different things. You can create events where higher level entrepreneurs are going to be there, or you can attend events where higher level entrepreneurs are going to be there. You can can create platforms where higher level entrepreneurs want to participate in. You can uh, be part of communities where there's a group of entrepreneurs. And what happens there is when you're acting with these people, your conversations change, your thought processes change. And if anybody knows anything about um, NLP or neurolinguistic programming and how our brains operate, our actions are going to be based on the thought thoughts that are driven 
through our through our minds, right, and our emotions. And so, whatever whatever actions we are taking is is going to be based on the suggestions that other people have given us, which then reprogram our minds to think in a different way and our feelings to react in a different way, depending on the situation. And so, so the challenge is, of course, connecting with those people. And it is a practice. It's like riding a bike. You're going to wobble. You're going to fail. You're going to meet the perfect entrepreneur to be best friends with. And then they're not going to be want to hang out with you or they're going to move to another country or something like that for whatever reason. Uh, and the thing is to be consistent with it and ongoing with it over and over and over. That's one of the reasons like I love the idea of the entrepreneur house so much is because you really bring people together out of their normal environments where they don't have conversations about um things failing so to speak or they don't take actions based on expected failures or they're not listening to people who are going to give them really poor suggestions for business or investing advice even lifestyle divine uh, design advice as well and so it's just a practice that keeps ongoing and ongoing as time goes on and you're going to get better at it you're going to surround yourself with better people as you as you go along you know one thing that's cool with like you and i paul is that we've been referring um other podcasters to each other back and forth some really successful podcasters and it's been beneficial for both of us because uh, we're constantly communicating not constantly but every few weeks we're communicating about okay going to help me out there who's good for you who's good for me in that sort of situation so it's a it's a constant practice it's so true and it's funny because like ever since we started this um how we were just referring podcast guests and everything back and forth i've been actually doing that more often i've been looking at um all my like i made a list a little spreadsheet of all my podcaster friends and some of the guests that came on and i was looking at you know what would be a great fit and i even made calls and chatted with what kind of um what kind of you know audience? What kind of you know person they're specifically looking for for their audience and everything, right? So it's it's so key, and I feel like it almost comes to the point where you have to look at what kind of value you can give to others instead of the other way around, right? For yeah. me, me and you, it's so cool because like we literally, I'm always thinking about, hey, you know what? Maybe this person is great for Chris, and I'm always like trying to figure out, you know, maybe would you think this person would be a great fit? And you're right, it's it's so key. And it, it is it is about the practice. It is about consistently building this kind of muscle, I would say, right? Yeah, and, and over and over, like I'm I'm full I'm a full fledged believer in going to seminars, going to conferences, paying the extra five hundred or thousand dollars to get the VIP tickets because then you associate with higher level people, going to businesses or conferences and volunteering. We have people volunteer at the entrepreneur house. Then at the same time I volunteer a lot for my friends that have conferences as well, giving my time and then that way I get one on one time. So for example, uh, there's a, a community of entrepreneurs called the Dynamite Circle. And I was a new member there and they were coming to Barcelona to put on a conference. They knew that I was there and that I had known the city a bit. So they reached out to me and asked me uh, about some logistics for the conference. And I was like, hey, why don't I just help you guys throw this whole thing? So I, I probably gave them 
I don't know, maybe a week and a half worth of work for free. And what I got out of that is I got to connect with the founders of the Dynamite Circle. I became friends with them. I got to connect and work one on one with the high-level entrepreneurs that are in that conference. I got to meet all the speakers. I got to go to uh, private dinners with them. I got to get introductions from high-level high-level people, and that's a powerful way to network too. Because really, like if you go to a conference and you're like, "Yeah, the speaker's great. Maybe I can get his contact information," you still have a, one level to another level to break through. Right. And then how many speakers are you really going to get to meet or to take out to dinner or to get their numbers or their contact information? Whereas if you're at the conference and you're volunteering and you're working with the founders of that conference, it's going to be much easier because they're going to see you. You're going to help them. Right. You're going to help them maybe set up their mic or set up their projector or whatever it is and to help them put up their slides. And so they're going to be, oh, yeah, yeah, this is Chris. I worked with him at this this conference in Bangkok, and the next thing you know, like I'm doing a podcast, so I reach out to some of them and say, "Hey, do you remember me? I did this. I'm I'm part of this community, and I volunteered at this conference. I'm doing a podcast. Would you like to come on the show?" And then you have better content, better quality members to come on your podcast. Oh, definitely, I love that, and. I, I, I love that. I appreciate that for you know dropping the value bombs there and everything like that, Chris. I love it. Um, Thanks, man. Chris, like you know, me, me, you both know. Whenever we go to conferences or anything, there's always. Um, I feel like some people blow it by by almost. I hate using the word past, but they always ask like, what kind of value I can give? They always like, bombard the speaker with a bunch of of questions and are trying to get, extract knowledge and everything, right? And then that, Pat Flynn's a really good example, right? Um, Pat Flynn, I remember listening to a podcast episode with Pat Flynn and he was explaining how um, he was actually felt uh, a little bit withdrawn because all the people bombarding him with so many questions. And, uh, you, you know, I, I, I see this a lot and it, this is where I see people blow it. What are uh, maybe one or two tips that can improve someone's networking skills that you would recommend when they're attending a conference? Hmm. I think to go into a conference with intention, right? Know what you, know the objective that you want to get from that conference. Um, maybe it's to maybe just bottom line build your network. Maybe it's to learn more about sales. Maybe it's to connect with the speakers first off know your intention and then write down some steps that you can make along the way so you can fulfill that intention i think that would probably be the biggest biggest map that you could lay for yourself when creating um better contacts at a conference and then go out and do it ask you know who you can connect with who's the right people to connect with talk to the volunteers talk to the staff say hey i'm really wanting to to connect with pat flynn um is there any way that i could do this where he's not when he's not bombarded by 60 people he could say, and maybe they say hey yeah pat's actually at lunch right now over in a cafe you could go over and say hi to him and maybe buy him some coffee or something like that mm, i like that see it's all about being a giver, right? Focusing on what kind of value yeah. you can give, right? I have a good friend. His name is Amir. And um, I remember a conversation that we had where um, he gets bombarded all the time. He's all about into um, cryptocurrency and everything. And he said one time that he gets bombarded by people asking him what kind of value 
I can give to you. And he says to the person, I don't even know you. Like, what, what kind of value you can give? You know, a good tip that he gave me was that look at the person, analyze what this person, and find out what kind of interests are. A really good example is that um, he sent uh, one of his um, friends a, a comic book because he's a huge fan of, like, superheroes and everything. And that's that's the extra step that you can take. And it's something that I've adopted myself as well too. So it's always one of those things where I'm always looking at what kind of gifts you can give to people, what kind of things that what kind of give like values. Uh, I send people links and everything all the time, right? If, if I find that it would be a value to them. Yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. And another thing that I've had actually podcasts do this, um, you know, we've done quite a few episodes on our podcast and every once in a while I'll get an email after the podcast from a guest that says, Hey Chris, what's your mailing address? I have a little gift that I want to send you. And I think that's the coolest thing ever. I don't even know what it is because I haven't gotten them because my mailing address is back in the U S but when I go back <laughs> to the U S I'll, I'll figure out whatever that gift is. And I guarantee I, I'm going to remember that person. You know, I've done, um, I don't know, a hundred and some odd podcasts, 150 I don't remember everybody. I do, you know, to the best of my ability, I try to remember everybody. Of course. But sometimes some some slip through the cracks and uh, and I'll forget them. But those ones that do the follow-up, those ones that do those special little things, like those are the people you remember. And that's something that really takes time. You know this, Paul. Like it takes time. It takes two, three, four, five, six years to really generate the results. But when you do... You're completely happy that you did all those steps to really build that network because you look back and see um, how powerful your network is, the rep- reputation that you have in the network, and it's it's really something to be proud of and something that follows along your way to success. Mm-hmm. I agree. I couldn't have said it any better myself, for sure. Um, Chris, if everybody, if, for those listeners who wants to find out more information about the Entrepreneur House, where can they find uh, information on that on you? Yeah, the best place you can go is theentrepreneurhouse.com and you can find all the details about our upcoming, upcoming, excuse me, upcoming events. We're doing a business breakthrough event in Chiang Mai and it's four weeks in October from the 26th to November 24th. And uh, we're going to have tons of really good speakers, some workshops, some fun things to do on the weekends. And then um, on that website, you can also find out all the information and podcasts that we've done. Awesome. I love it. guys that was chris reynolds chris thank you so much for jumping into the podcast with me my friend it was super fun super exciting i really loved the energy the vibe and it was so fun to hear your story of where you're at and everything i'm so excited again so thankful to have you in my life and again i'm so always looking out ways that how can i level you up as well too in like different ways but again i always strive for that and chris is one of those guys that literally challenges me it was so cool um yeah guys i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and thank you so much again i honor every single path hunters out there to listening to this podcast if you guys have any you know any questions or anything like that email me paul at pathhunters.com or you know instagram me dm me 
Path Hunters. I'm Path Hunters everywhere. Twitter as well too. I had a few uh, people message me as well too. So I love, I love this feedback coming through, guys. I love it so much, and I'm so excited. So thank you so much, guys. Have yourself a good one. Take care. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Remember to subscribe, share, and review. Thank you for taking the time for listening to this podcast. You can always find me at pathhunters.com. Stay awesome and know that you can become a path hunter today.